It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. That time of year, the footy's done, the cricket hasn't started. But there's something that wets my whistle, Britain. It certainly <laughs> wets your whistle. I always ask, get us a racing identity, provide us a racing identity. What have you got for me this morning? I always go to the top. And yes. Today we do have Sam Friedman who has Artorias in Ooh. the big group one Caulfield Guineas today. Sam, good morning to you. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. How do we find you on a big group one morning? Uh, still at home, just getting ready. We're in later, so it's um, yeah, it's nice. I can watch the first couple of races at home and then look to head into the track. We all are looking forward to seeing Artorias today. Everyone sort of built it up as a, a bit of a match race between Animo and Artorias. 1,600 metres today. What's the gut feel going in? Yeah, look, the gut says he's he's going to run it out strongly. Um, you know, he finished off hard over the seven furlongs off a very strong speed in the Golden Rose. And, you know, we've sort of set him to peak for this race. So um, I think he will get it. It'll You know, he's just going to need a bit of luck and... You know, they don't hand these group ones out, so mm. you, you need a bit of luck anyway. What are your expectations? Barrier two, can Damien Lane use the gate and try be a little bit prominent today? Yeah, to an extent, you know, we don't want to drive him to be anywhere that he's not comfortable. Uh, you know, he's been pretty well performed to date, so his racing pattern will be to just balance up. But hopefully from a good gate, he can maybe be midfield and, you know, following horses like Tiger of Malay or Hitotsu, that's probably the ideal running line. And then... You know, it's probably in the lap of the gods if you can get the get the gaps at the right time. Hey, Sam, obviously working hand-in-hand hand with your old man, uh, co-training. How is that relationship? Is there some testy times? And, you know, it's an industry that's very competitive, um, but he would uh, no doubt there'd be some moments of, uh, yeah, a bit of tension at times. Yeah, there is, there is. Um, you know, we're, we're obviously family and, and working in business together, so we're pretty frank and upfront with each other when we clash on things but um ultimately you know he has the last say and um i do as i'm told but um yeah. Yeah, my, my brother could listen to this because <laughs> yesterday my dad gave me an instruction and then about five minutes later my brother gave me an instruction so who do i listen yeah, to well, I don't you listen to dad sam <laughs> exactly now sam you're the, the second finest uh, melbourne grammar oh. product in this interview behind oh. me um <laughs> but you've got a good card today too uh you've got a couple of really good chances yeah, we do. We've got, um, you know, we've, and they're all in later as well, which is good. I don't have to hang around at the races for too long. So um, I thought Delphi in the last was probably our, our best opportunity yep. to, to get a win today. So, um, you know, the others are, are all even chances, but it's such competitive racing at the moment. It's, um, you know, it's, it's very difficult to be really confident with them. Mate, I did, a, I did a podcast with you 12 months ago, and I think the funniest part was when you're dealing with jockeys, obviously you've got multiple jockeys, you've you got Lane on board a few today, but uh, have you had to give any of them a little suspension? Because I remember speaking to you that your dad just used to text them a number and say, no, nah, 50 days for you. No, wouldn't get mad, wouldn't yell, wouldn't scream, but just text the suspension. Have you, have you had to send the text message to anyone yourself? No, I haven't, but we had a rough day at Mornington on Thursday, and Damien Thornton gave one a a bit of a sore back. And, um, <laughs> How many and days? He, yeah, and I didn't actually wait to get the feedback off him, so I think he sort of knew, knew where we were at there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's craft, Sam. That's craft. Can you tell us a little bit about the um, uh, the climate or, the, or the, the state of play with Victorian racing um, with these restrictions, hopefully, in the near future? Crowds um, coming back through the turnstiles, any light at the end of the tunnel there? 
Yeah, well, hopefully. I mean, it's um, pretty eerie at the moment at the races, and it has been for sort of the last 12 months. It's it's a weird feeling when you win a, when you win a nice race and you're really the only happy person on track because everyone else has lost. So it's um, it's not quite the same without without a crowd there and when you've got family and friends around as well. So, yeah, look, hopefully, you know, Cup Week, there might be a small crowd would be would be hugely exciting but um the cases are getting out of control now mm. it's sort of we you know i don't really look at the, the daily count anymore just get vaccinated and drive on hopefully hey with no crowds on track damien oliver's raw yeah. is it as <laughs> like we can hear it at home yeah. it must be deafening on track yeah it is it's um it's something i don't think anyone probably was aware of you know if you hadn't been <laughs> right there and you know on the rail when when he's when he's roaring but I don't know whether he puts it on for the last little twenty-five or something when the when the microphone's there, but it is it's pretty loud on track. Now, Sammy, you land the group one today. Let's fast forward um, six, seven hours. What uh, what does a celebration look like for a young trainer like yourself? Do you let yourself go, or you focus on what might be in tomorrow? Well, or they can't do what, anything. Well, you'd yeah. still find a <laughs> bottle <laughs> somewhere. I'll give you the tip. Yeah, look, I'll um, yeah, look, I, I'm happy to let loose on the right occasion, but I think at the moment, obviously, we've got to be pretty pretty strict about it all but i think um you know probably just with some family tonight if, if something went right but yep. um yeah it's a long day so you're generally pretty exhausted at the end of it all right so now we get a 50 dollar bet on this show for charity if you had the 50 dollars to spend how are you spending it today on your runners i would put it straight on delphi in the last Beautiful. there you go that's what i like to hear sammy friedman thanks for joining us mate absolutely rooting for you today mate it's a big race and can uh Craft a good direction for you mm. and your dad, mate. So all the very, very best. We're rooting for you over in WA. No, cheers. Thanks, guys. Take care. Sam Friedman, what a big day it might be for him. Uh, good luck, Britt. Where are you spending your 50? I don't know yet. Or... I know where I'm spending mine. You heard it just <laughs> then where my 50 is going. Now, uh, Mick, it's... earlier in the show, you gave you found the opportunity, the very first break, to give um, Britt and myself a performance review. Um, this stems from you coaching. You had to deliver reviews to your um, your players. Uh, then Riles, your, your partner, thought, well, I might as well get on that train, and you've delivered a, a PowerPoint feedback to her. Then you came on and thought, while well, you're at it, you're running hot, let's give some more feedback to your co-hosts. Well, now it's time to return serve. <laughs> so, Mick, this was literally thought of on the spot because we've missed a break. But now, the podcast is up already, too, yes. if you do want to hear the performance review towards Britt and myself. Now, do you want to start with positives or negatives, Mick? Uh, look, I'm breaking up. Can't really hear you guys. So, um, but you, you guys start with whatever you need to. I'm sure I'll catch up with it on the podcast if I do miss it. <laughs> no, we are going to start with the positives here. Go your hardest. They didn't come up with any. Okay. Uh, but okay. We, we did want to start with your great storyteller. When you when you begin to tell a story, you know that you know that it's going to be funny. You have a way of delivering things okay, that funny. you know is going to make us all laugh. Now we oh, that's it. <laughs> All right, Mick. Okay. Yeah, this is that's good. Hey, Dave and Britt, when, when I was giving your reviews, I noticed you were just sitting back, feet up, no no pen to take notes. You'll see, again, studious no, no, the other way. We'll I'll take hear some notes your pen. Yeah, no, we're here. And just see if you can rub your mic through your beard a little bit more. <laughs> hey, uh, all right, now this is just some room for improvement. Is that what you call it? Is that what you call Not room for improvement. What were you calling? Growth areas or something? Yeah. Uh, action, action areas. Action areas. All right, action mate. Um, so this two. is just for you, just a couple that I've Actually, come up with. Firstly, he, this is probably on both of the the sides of things because during the year you actually gave Mick a bit of constructive feedback throughout when 
he asked you to be a little bit more active in your response during interviews yeah. to make it sound like you were listening, and you basically just moaned the you whole moaned. way through the you interview. You actually moaned all the way through an interview. All right, Nick. Okay. Um, so don't moan. No, don't moan. Yeah, no, no moaning at guests. <laughs> no, but I thought it was positive as well. <laughs> no, no, it's not a positive. No, no, no. no. But he took the feedback on. Yeah, no, I'd rather him stone dead than moan through an interview <laughs> to a poor bloke who's trying to provide us feedback. Um, hey, Mick, um, your technological uh, no good. Uh, you need to Prowess. work out how yeah. to get the mic working more often than once every 10 weeks. We turn up early and every single week for the first 10, your mic wasn't working. You leave too early yeah, for footy, you've got course. commitments outside radio station. It obviously shows that we are not okay. your number one priority. Uh, again, you moan okay. through breaks. That's off putting for all guests. <laughs> Um, you miss you miss opportunities far too often. You presented to Riley um, her feedback. Yep. Felt like you probably could have popped the question to her there and asked the marry. Oh, oh, gee whiz! Um, you've <laughs> the secretly, last slide. It would have just been the yeah. perfect okay. opportunity. Um, you've secretly been working for other networks over east. Don't think I've noticed. They haven't networks. noticed that. Um, yeah. uh, our boss hasn't, but I certainly have. You working for other dials, um, and also I feel like potentially. Um, if you want to speak, mate, put your hand up a little bit clearer rather than holding it below the camera. Get the camera set up properly because I can see you. You've been in lockdown for 12 months. and still haven't worked out. The camera needs to be shining on you. And last but not okay. least, don't ever wear sunglasses inside ever again. <laughs> There's some feedback for you, Mick. Just a few improvement areas, a few growth areas, a few performance targets. Okay, hands up. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah. me yeah. responding to feedback. Hand. So uh, Very good. So I counted one positive. Storytelling. Perfect. Sometimes oh, hang on, I've got one more. And, You're and not Ross Lyon either. Stop thinking you're okay. Ross Lyon. So that's, you're quite branch. Okay. Uh, ten, ten action plans. Um, <laughs> I felt like that was a that was just a one way dictatorship. I like to in reviews. Nine two point nine triple M. Deadset legends. <laughs> the Deadset legends have trawled through all of TV, KO, the form guides, and even hit up the North Beach under tens footy team to give you the best of this weekend's sport. That's right. We just scour through the sport that's going on around Australia, around the world. Now, I must say we're bone dry today. We've had... Uh, <laughs> you might be. Yes, but well, for me, but now, I'm Britt, r- this is where I just flick it straight this over to is- you and you go to town, mate. This is your big weekend where it all's the sun's shining. Oh. It just feels like your moment. What are we doing this weekend? It feels like Christmas for me. Locally, we are back to Ascot. Oh, thank so, God. opening day, we kick off with 10 races, which is going to be a bit of a marathon of yeah. the day. And all the big guns return. So all the Cerise and White Gallopers of Bob Peters that have... Mm, they've been popping out the last few days, They've just been on they? ice. They've yeah. just been uh, enjoying their time uh, in the winter, in the paddock, and now they're about to let leash uh, as we head into the summer carnival. And then over east, it is a huge, huge day. We obviously uh, just spoke to Sam Friedman then, who has Artorias in the Caulfield Guineas. That's set to be a huge race. So right? can you explain to us about this race? Mm. It's not a Melbourne Cup. It's not a Cox Plate. Mm. But as an owner, it's a big, big race, isn't it? Massive race because we're talking three-year-olds at Group 1 level. And like Artorias, for example, a cult. Yeah. Uh, you know, Animo, Tiger, we're talking these horses, if they were to win today, all of a sudden are worth tens of millions of dollars at start. So and that's, and because it's the difference between winning and losing. Like yeah. you might only go down by a nose. Well, but there was a nose, was it last year or the year before? It and was it, was a, it was a $20 million difference. Like, it's just extraordinary. It's high stakes yeah. and uh, 
Really? So is this the number one race for owners to win in terms of uh, the, the financial side of no, things? No, there are for, other ones as well. Yeah. Um, the Coolmore's always been a stallion-making race during yeah. Cup Week. Well, that, is that why they retire, obviously, not long after? Yeah, and then pr- pretty much. And then that's the work. disappointing thing is that we don't get to see good horses yeah. race on because they are lucrative, so lucrative at studs. So, But really looking forward to seeing the Caulfield Guineas. There's a, a bit of a WA flavour completely, actually. So Animo, the favourite, Damien Oliver. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. WA boy riding there, Damien Lane, WA boy riding Ooh, the second favourite in Artorias. And then Tiger yeah. of Malay on the third line of betting. This is a horse that was bred in WA, bred in WA. by a brother and sister, Jamie O'Bree, 24 year old girl who has picked up this mare and is a bit of a hobby. Her and her brother decide to breed this horse. What did they sold for? 255000 they sold the horse for. Decided to retain a share, said, hey, can we keep a little bit of yeah. it? They're lining up in a group yeah. one today. Gee it's whiz. just extraordinary. Heaps of group one action on mm. in Sydney and in Melbourne. Yeah, really quickly by you, Mick. Really quickly, yeah. we've got to fly hey. through these. Yeah, for, from four hooves to four wheels with the F1, the <laughs> Turkish Grand Prix. <laughs> the Turkish off. Grand Prix tomorrow, 8 p.m. Hey, only two points separates... Lewis Hamilton and Max yeah. Verstappen. Two points. That's Mercedes versus Red Bull. Danny Ricciardo, he's had a good back-to-back series, obviously winning the Italian Grand Prix and a solid performance last weekend. So there you go, Zay, from four hooves to four, four wheels. wheels. Now I'm going to go from four wheels to um, two legs, and it's uh, the women's <laughs> cricket. Um, hey, more man reckons better the year, India. He reckons the Aussies are just going. So uh, that's on today. Tune into that if you do love your cricket. There is a little bit going on. I don't like sport at the Gold Coast at this time of year. It gets too rainy. Cut it off. Head over west. My favourite part of the morning where we talk some motorsport with the one and only Rusty. Of course, if you do love your motorsport, uh, grab his podcast on the listener app called Rusty's Garage or The Grill. Good morning, Rusty. Hey, Brett Mickey, g'day. Last show, I can't believe it, guys. Yeah, last show, mate. How have you found it? I know you do sort of network stuff and you'd probably put us at the top of the tree as the most professional organised group in, in Australia. 100%, and I cannot wait for 2022, guys. It's been a lot of fun chatting motorsport amongst everything else and uh, a bit of a giggle along the way and plenty of stitch-ups. It's, that's always good for a Saturday morning. Absolutely, Get that on mate. record, guys. Us, number one. Number one. Put it in there now, <laughs> mate. I'll tell you what, talk about number one. Scotty McLaughlin's out of Bathurst 1000. Obviously been doing his damage in the Indy cars. Why is he not coming over? Uh, basically, I, I kind of understand what he's what he's doing here. He wants to focus exactly as you said there on on IndyCar, where he has won the Rookie of the Year crown this year against the likes of XF1 driver Roman Grosjean, against former NASCAR legend Jimmy Johnson. He's done superb things. Yeah. He doesn't want to kind of get trapped here and take his eye off the ball when it's going to be an even bigger year for him stateside next year. So. Um, doesn't want to do a half-baked or half-assed job, as, as he said himself. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget, he hasn't seen his family for over over 12 months. So I, I sympathise with him. It does open the door, guys, for Alex Davison to join his brother, Will. Jeez. So the pair of them, the Davison brothers, it's arguably their best chance together to win the great race. Lovely. Mm, very nice. Now, before Bathurst 1000, you mentioned last week to the boys that there'll be four supercars oh, events yeah, at festival. Sydney Motorsport Park. Now they've dangled a little cash incentive for the Sydney leg. Brit, you need to do for me your very best game show voice. I want to hear $25,000 cash. $25,000. Oh, Brit, there you go. Sold. Oh, God. Very good. So the price, the price is right. We're going to go four times at, uh, at Sydney Motorsport Park. I'll mix up the formats. We're going to do a bit of night racing. We talked about that on the on the show last week. But the incentives for the king of 
Sydney Motorsport Park, if you will, is 25 grand. And we're just kind of grateful to go racing again before we head to the mountain. Hey, Rusty, we've only got 12 months to wait. 12 months in MotoGP, the Australian Grand Prix, mid-October. Yes, 2022, not 2021. But we should have a good couple of Australians to cheer on in that. And it gives us a bit of time, doesn't it? Because the, the you know, hopefully the world will be more right by October next year. Twice we've missed out in, in, in recent time with the Australian Grand Prix of Phillip Island, which is mighty. When you see the MotoGP machines down there, it's incredible. Mm. So uh, good timing. Looking forward to being back on mid-October uh, 2022. And let's not forget, we'll have two Aussies to cheer on. Remy Gardner stepping up to the Premier Class yep. with KTM yes. and Jack Miller on that Ducati. Absolutely. Hey, mate, before we do let you go, it'd be remiss being here in WA Perth. Our boy, Dan the Man. What, uh, you got any news on Dan? He's, he seems to be going pretty well. Do you know what? We're, we're releasing the latest ep of The Grill tomorrow morning on the, the Listener app, and he's our special guest, our oh, feature what? guest, oh, and he yes. was fantastic. So he, he spoke to us for about 20 minutes, um, and among the things that, that he talked about was feeling genuinely homesick for the first time in 15 years oh. of, of living abroad. So he's missing WA, missing the family there. Um, the best that he had with, with his boss at McLaren, Zach Brown, to drive uh, the old NASCAR that was once raced by Dale Earnhardt, if he won a race or got a podium with McLaren, and he, he ticked that box in Italy, as we, we spoke about. Yeah. Some chat, they might take that car to Austin, Texas, and he might get the chance to drive it at Austin, Texas, which would be huge. Gee whiz, mate, that sounds good. I look forward to catching Dan Ricciardo. He doesn't do a lot over here, so I can't wait to hear the podcast, mate. Of course, if you do want more Rusty, grab Rusty's Garage or the Grill via the list. Rab, thanks, Rusty. Thanks for helping us out this year too, mate. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed the motorsport updates and uh, my passion for the F1's grown. Take care, guys. Have a a great off-season and thanks so much for having me on. It's been a ball. Enjoy your weekend, mate. Thanks again. Tap Touch. The race starts when the bet's on. Tap Touch. Better your bet. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. The horses are on the track. This is Brit's Best. That's right. This is Brit's Best. Now, this is the opportunity for Brit Taylor to give us a tip or two, support us through uh, today's racing. Uh, Of course, all the money we do make goes to Lifeline. We're up to a couple of thousand dollars to, to donate as of today. Now, I'm just going to have a quick look, Britt, because I know you are running around... Um, She's scrambling, and Zay. Scrambling. So, scrambling. So, Mick, I'm going to send it, all right? You want me to send it? Hey, let's go out with the bang, Xavier. All right, we're going to go Delphi to win today, which we spoke to Sam Friedman earlier. It's his best one. Tafani to place at 3.20. Lombardo to win at $1.80. September underwin win $2.90. <laughs> That's your $35 right there. You bang your 50 slides on that. That's $1,753 in the kicker. Book it in right now as I fly down the outside the first of Caulfield and run third. Oh, no. Uh, all right, so that's that's us, Mick. Tafani, oh. September run, uh, Lombardo, and, of course, um, Delphi. So that's us. Okay, so you, you're really trying to go out with a bang, so I might have to combine a few yeah, here. Yeah, we're going but, with a bang today, So mate. I'm, I'm just flicking through. Obviously, I thought I had a whole other segment to just work out how I was going to spend my $50, but I have done the form. Race two, number two, Ginger Flyer from the Simon Miller Yard. Mm-hmm. Um, Caulfield race nine, I'm Thunderstruck. Don't mind, uh, I'm Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck there, $2.90. Not sure if it'll make the multi or not. No, it hasn't yet. made them. Oh, yours or mine? Mine. No, no it's not in mine. Okay. You can have it. Did you, did, wait, did you put Zaki in your multi no. just for a little bit extra? Nah. 
dollar twenty just added. No, nah, they're the ones. Yeah. Lit, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, and at odds, I was looking around for something at a bit of value. Now, when I looked at this last night, it was thirty four dollars. Now it's twenty dollars. So some people have had the same idea yep. as I have. Costa del Santo. Now. Bit of a roughie here. $20 in race six at Ascot. This is a horse that finished within a length of the favourite big screen last start and uh, gets two and a half kilos on big screen. So uh, I just thought could run a race at a bit of a price each way. Arcadia Grace, future star oh, potentially oh, oh, oh. in the three-year-old classic. Do you hope that horse runs well today, Rip? 275. <laughs> and Mr. Delegator. At three dollars ten, and now I just have to work out how we're splitting the fifty dollars okay, amongst so those quick, selections. Quickly name the horses again that you've gone with. Okay, so race six, number three, something small each way, Costa del Santo. Race mm-hmm. four, Mister Delegator at three dollars ten. Ginger Flyer, race two, number two, two dollars oh five, and that'll do us. <laughs> The Indian cricket team. The Indian, actually, <laughs> and I'm going to put the Indian cricket team in our mix too today. So we're at about 100 to 1. Uh, the Indian cricket team go in to win the, the game against the Aussie Chicks today. Looking forward to that. Bit of fun. Um, we do muck around with this segment, but a couple of thousand dollars will go to Lifeline and another 10 grand after the Indian women get up today for us, Mick. That was Brit's Best for Tap Touch. Future-proof your home with Solar Heart and save up to $1,000. Get smart. Get Solar Heart. So $200 up for grabs. And if the question goes through to the keeper, we will have another one lined up. So if you answer question five correctly today, you take $200 home today. We're going to kick it off with Natalie from Maylands. We are, Mick. Natalie there. Yes, I'm here. Hello. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning. It's good to hear your voice. How are you spending your Saturday morning? Oh, listening to you guys, of course. I'm really sad it's your last show. I've been listening all year. Give so, Natalie the $200. Yeah, yeah. No, no, well, <laughs> Natalie, everyone's pumping us up today. This is um, unprecedented times on the Dead Set Legends, except for Xavier. Natalie, he doesn't really uh, speak nicely of anyone. But anyway, Natalie, let's get oh, started. That's unfair. I love you. With the quiz. Okay, so question one. You can't use a mate today, so if you get all five questions right... You will take home the two dollars, Natalie. Oh, question hang one. On. No, hang on. <laughs> you went a little bit robotic for one second there. <laughs> oh, oh, good luck. Good, good luck. Oh, okay. Hey, Natalie. <laughs> who won, won the Waffle Grand Final last Saturday? Um, Subiaco. Oh, bang! Ooh, I think that might have been an educated guess, and it was a correct educated guess, Natalie. So the next one well might done. be a bit harder than Mick. Yes. Okay. So, Natalie. Multiple choice question. I think you're going to be a one from three job here. Who won the Simpson medal for the best on ground in the Waffle Grand Final? So multiple choice. Was it Ben Sokol, Greg Clark, mm. or Brandon Matera? Mm. Greg Clark. Oh, there you go. Well done. Okay, three Maybe more to go. Not the great. Okay. okay, Natalie. Three to get. Who do you follow in the AFL? Who, who, do, you, who do you support? That's I support the, the Dockers. That's not the question. Right, beautiful. <laughs> okay, hey, big trade, big trade period for the Dockers. During the week, hey, if they don't want to be here, Natalie, you know what I say to them? Ship off. So that's what we did. We said Adam Chera. You said something else in here. the break, Mick. The different what, words. What draft pick did Fremantle receive inside the top ten for Adam Chera? Well, nine. Oh. Unfortunately, that's not correct, but look, you're out for now. Jump off, try and ring back up, and if someone else uh, stumbles across the hurdle, you might get another crack. So thank you, Natalie. Who have we got next, Dave? Mate, we're going to speak to Luke from Bicton. Good morning, Lukey. 
G'day, guys. How are you going? Yeah, 10 out of 10's in here, mate. I'm going to flick you back to Mickey the Master. who's got... Natalie's actually ringing back. Good. <laughs> no faith in Luke. Hey, uh, Luke, good to... I used to live in Picton, um, near the McDonald's there. Do you... Where's the McDonald's in comparison to where you live? I live on Point Wilder Road, so very close, actually. Don't give the whole home address. Beautiful. beautiful. What number, no, 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 Road. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, uh, Adam Chera got, uh, got traded to the Blues for what pick? Pick six. Oh, there you go. Well and, done, and Luke. You well done. You want to chuck that in as well? Yeah, a little yeah, bit no, of GST that's... on the end there, but who knows where that pick will Mickey, end up. Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse, that stuff. But anyway, question four. The queen of the turf, she's looking forward to her day. She's all dolled up in the studio today, Hair Britt curled. Taylor. Where does, curled, Mick. Luke, where does racing return today? Ascot. Oh. He knows full Luke. Mm. And i tell you what. <laughs> Two hundred dollars, Point Walter Road. I don't. It's hardly going to hit the. It's hardly going to make a dent, really, for Luke. So, last question. Say that again, sorry, mate. I said it's the parents' house, not mine. Don't worry about that. Yeah, (laughs) well, it will help. It will help. (laughs) Hey, Luke. Yeah. Last week, we had a special guest on. He used to play for Fremantle Dockers, the GWS Giants, and he's a sunglasses tycoon. Who was this guest? Tommy Sheridan. Yeah. Oh, hang on, that was the most ridiculous sign I've ever heard. <laughs> We've lost the juice in the, uh, in the catch yeah, There we go. There we go. Hey, Luke, congratulations. $200. But more importantly, you hold on to the mantle of uh, winning Mickey the Master for about six months until we return in March. Lovely. Thanks, guys. Hey, Luke, we're all about feedback on this station, mate, here at Triple M. How have you found Mickey the Master? How have you found the segment, the quiz, the approach that Mick takes every week? Look, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, this is the first time listening. No! <laughs> Shivers. Guys, and poor Nat from Mainland has listened Natalie. the entire year. No, no, I listen to Triple M, but yeah. nah. I've, never, I've never heard uh, Mickey's segment, but yeah. I, I've loved it today, if that counts for Yeah, me. it does, mate. Good counts for Lukey, mate. Well done. Have a good day. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.